Hi, brothers and sisters. This is Tony Allen with Signet4713.com, Audio Gospel Way. Today's episode is titled, Spiritual Genetic Marker. To shed light on what the Holy Spirit is about to say, you need to understand this first. A genetic marker or markers are used in the physical world to track the inheritance of a nearby gene meaning a blood relative Um, when someone passes on uh, from the physical life they normally leave an inheritance some of their uh, estate that has to be um, given to the right owners or the blood relatives these people or family members has to be notified by the council uh, who is handling the estate or the will before the state can um, confiscate or take ownership. So before that happens, they will normally, if they can't find a blood relative, they will take the DNA from the deceased and they will take it to a forensic scientist, those that handle DNA uh, forensics and uh, trace back uh, blood relatives uh, using the markers of that blood all right so it's very key that you understand the word markers or in the case a spiritual mark all right so that's what we're talking about today all right so these are used to track down the inheritance of a nearby gene meaning a blood relative all right so the question here for us this day Whose mark will your spiritual DNA reveal upon Jesus' return? So, in order to shed light on this particular episode, you need to understand that from the very beginning, the enemy, knowing good and evil, had that knowledge of good and evil wanted to disrupt the bloodline from the very beginning. Now, how did he do that? Well, God foresaw that this is what the enemy was thinking. All right, so he warned Adam and Eve, or in in a sense, he commanded them, do not eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. All right, now, Pay attention to this very careful, carefully. Do not eat is basically saying do not partake of the tree, meaning do not partake with Satan who knows both good and evil. All right. Now, it's key that you understand that word knowledge. Now, this means two things. One, he has all that information of the kingdom of heaven all right so satan was third in command in heaven so he had the knowledge of good up there all right but when his pride got the better of him this the evil side and god said i'm not going to have that so that's when he cast him down to earth and his legion of demons with him all right they were angels that was up there also that chose to follow satan and they got kicked out also all right, so it's very important that you understand that. Now, God was warning 
Adam and Eve, do not eat of that tree. All right. Basically, do not partake in that knowledge. What did they do? They did just the opposite of what was commanded because Satan deceived Eve and she turned around and deceived Adam. All right. So that deception was basically ungodly counsel. They strayed away from the laws of God. Or back then they didn't have laws, but the commandment. All right. They decided to listen to the enemy. They walked in ungodly counsel and they partook in the knowledge, meaning they knew Satan and his legions of good and evil. All right. It's very important. You understand this. Remember that word. No. Okay. It's very important that you get that because I'm going to lead you into where I'm going. All right. Watch this. In Genesis 3, verse 13, And the Lord God said to the woman, What is this you have done? Question mark. The woman said, The serpent deceived me, and I ate. Okay, All right. Verse 14, So the Lord God said to the serpent, Now he's talking about Satan. He's talking to Satan now. Because you have done this, you are cursed more than the cattle and more than the beast of the field. On your belly you shall go and you shall eat dust all the days of your life. And I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed. Okay, now watch this. How do why is he talking about a seed now? Watch this. What is he saying here? And he shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. To the woman, he said, I will greatly multiply your sorrow and conception. Now, watch. Why did he use this reason? Because we're talking about seeds now. When Eve and Adam knew those of the knowledge of good and evil, this was intimacy that was involved, okay? They corrupted the flesh. The flesh got corrupted during this. This is why they covered themselves because they lost their innocence, all right? And shame and guilt, the flesh side, took over, all right? They were being ruled by the flesh at that, at that point. And as we all know, it is impossible for the flesh to please God for us to this very day. All right, now watch this. All right, as it is written, verse 16, to the woman he said, I will greatly multiply your sorrow and your conception, in, in your conception, in pain you shall bring forth children. You shall desire, your desire shall be for your husband, and he shall rule over you. Now, those things changed when Jesus came back, but I'm just taking you back to the beginning because... That seed has been corrupted ever since, all right? And that's why Jesus had to come, or God had to have Jesus born from the Virgin Mary, and God planted his seed, okay? This is the only way we were going to be made back, put back in right standing with God, all right? So now watch this. The reason why you got to understand this is what happened in verse 4, uh, I mean chapter 4, sorry. Now, Adam knew his new Eve. All right, so watch this. Adam knew. That word knew, just as in God says, do not 
partake in the knowledge or do not know that tree of good and evil, Adam turned around afterwards, and Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived and bore Cain, and said, I have acquired a man from the Lord. Then she bore again, this time, his brother Abel. Now Abel was the keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. Now, I'm bringing that up because before they did what they did and corrupted the flesh, evil became a part of that seed, so she was carrying both. All right? She had a good seed and she had a bad seed. That's why he said between you and the woman and between your seed, talking about the serpent, and her seed. All right? This is where you have Cain and Abel. And we all know what happened then. They were twins. Cain ended up killing Abel. Cain, the evil seed, killed the good seed. All right? So just hold that thought. Now, prior to that, when it was just Adam walking in the garden, he was walking in perfect harmony because he had the mind of Christ. The spirit was in him. He was walking in their fellowship and with God. That's why he was able to uh, you know, name all the cattle, all the uh, beasts and all the birds and fish of the air with the mind of Christ. And uh, everything was fine with both of them until they stepped out of that covenant, all right, between them, between themselves. And they took that counsel from the serpent. All right. Now, when they walked into ungodly counsel and broke the covenant with God, they lost their innocence. Eve became pregnant and bore Abel and Cain after Adam knew Eve. All right. Now, watch this. God saw Abel's gift and respected it. Why? Because Abel was of the good seed. Cain was not. All right. This is why Cain murdered Abel, because um, Cain was evil. That was the evil seed. All right. God did not honor Cain's seed. All right. Now, this is when Adam knew Eve again, and they bore, then they bore Seth. And watch this. This is when God uh, started the bloodline. From Adam, it went over to Seth. It did not go through uh, Cain. God did not honor Cain's seed, although Cain had offspring. The genealogy of Christ went from Abel, which eventually died. So they Adam and Adam knew Eve again and bore Seth, and the genealogy started from there. And this this is the genealogy from uh, the the very beginning all the way until uh, Christ um, came through the Virgin Mary. She is a blood relative also, that genealogy, all right? Okay, so why is that important? Because what we're talking about now is a genetic marker, all right? Now, a genetic, genetic marker basically uh, lets those that are trying to find out who are blood relatives, the who, who are the inherit, who, who can inherit uh, what was left behind, what was rightly given through the blood alright so it's very important that you understand that the blood is what we're talking about it's all about the blood from the very beginning up until this very day it's all about the blood of Christ now that's what Satan wanted to disrupt from the very beginning he knew that if he can get in there and just stop what God had planned from the very beginning 
he would he thought he would be successful but god had an, a, another plan b and this was christ the second adam right so this is why jesus had to come to restore all the things that the enemy uh tricked the first adam and eve and uh caused all these problems now if you are walking in the spirit and not according to the flesh you have the dna of christ you have the genetic marker of christ you have the mark of christ if you are walking according to the flesh you have the dna genetic marker of the enemy that's the worldly lust the world's way the world's system the pleasures of the flesh that is the spirit of the enemy all right that's why the flesh cannot please god ever all right so you need to understand that you have to walk in the spirit if you are walking in the spirit you are walking to please god you are walking to fellowship with god if you are walking according to the flesh you are walking to please the enemy the devil period it's just cut and dry just like that you're gonna please one or the other you're gonna please the devil or you're gonna please god it's just that simple now watch this in a book of ephesians chapter 5 new king james version as it is written walk in wisdom all right now watch verse 15 see then that you walk circumspectly not as fools but as wise verse 16 redeeming the time because the days are evil verse 17 therefore do not be unwise but understand that the will of the lord is verse 18 and do not be drunk with wine in which is dissipation but be filled with the spirit speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs singing and making melody in your heart to the lord giving thanks always for all things to god the father and the in the name of our lord jesus christ submitting to one another in the fear of god now it's very under is very key that you understand the word dissipation now dissipation by definition is disapproving behavior that shows you are interested in only pleasure money a descent into drunkenness and sexual dissipation so dissipation basically is uh, disproving it's a behavior all right it's a behavior that shows that you are interested in only ple pleasing your flesh money things that comes that pleases the flesh money sexual uh, immorality drunkenness all right now when you are walking in that spirit your, 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 your genetic marker is of the beast this is of the flesh you lose your inheritance all right you cannot have an inheritance and be in that lifestyle you forfeit your inheritance that's very it's key that you understand that now watch this in proverbs also in a new king james version right chapter 31 the words of king lemuel the utterance which his mother taught him now watch this this is what his mother said to him what my son and what 
my son of my womb and what son of my vows do not give your strength to women hold on let's stop right there from the <laughs> i'm not putting women down all right but let's just this we just speaking the truth here all right from the very beginning it was the, the downfall of mankind through women and it happened to all the kings the enemy appeared to the flesh and the woman and seduced a lot of these kings and they fell now this is where uh, this verse 3 is talking about do not give your strength to women all right young men kings princes all right do not give your strength away nor your ways to that which destroys kings what is what is what is she saying here all right now watch this verse 4 it is not for kings olamul it is not for kings to drink wine nor for princes intoxicating drink wow it's very important that you understand why, why that was said this is because when a king is anointed he has the spirit of christ in him all right and when you indulge in these other spirits intoxicating drink or wine when you become drunk with that there is a spiritual transfusion that takes place what i'm talking about now we all know about blood transfusions there is a spiritual transfusion when when you are indulging in intoxicating drinks strong drinks when that spirit of alcohol gets into the blood it alters the dna the genetic profile it starts to control the mind and your spirit and this is why you speak and curse and all these other ungodly things sexual immorality all these things start to happen when you consume these other spirits it becomes a part of your dna all right your genetic profile it becomes a mark a marker that you have uh, partook in all right and in a sense you evict the spirit of christ from within temporarily while that spirit is dwelling with you inside of you of alcohol you're going to do what that spirit wants you to do you're going to please the flesh all right and what happens at that at the end of the day or, or throughout that process destruction all right you end up doing something saying something committing an act that you probably would not have done if you would have stayed in the walk with christ in the right spirit instead of uh, taking on these other spirits all right any other influence of the of the of the mind that alters the word of god or or or, or forfeits the word of god in your heart these are other spirits that wants to rule now satan is still doing the same thing he did in the garden he's coming at us in the flesh all right and it's very important that you understand that these spirits alcohol intoxicating drinks will cause you to act out of the will of God and when you out of the will of God you lose your inheritance everything comes through the will whether it be in the natural or the spiritual you are in somebody's will all right you're gonna either be in the will of Christ or you're gonna be in the will of the devil which is hell and destruction and forever torment or the will of Christ which is everlasting life 
all right, paradise, the heavenly things, all right, so it's very understand that when you partake in any other spirit, all right, it becomes a, a genetic marker, these, that is the mark of the beast, all right, when, when the Bible talks about those that receive the mark, he's talking about a genetic thing, it's all about the blood, it's always been about the blood, Satan wanted to destroy the blood back with Adam and Eve. He was somewhat successful, but it was Christ that restored it. They just lost the blessing. He wanted you to lose your inheritance, but Christ brought that inheritance back through his blood. We are made righteous through the blood of Christ. All right. It's all about the DNA profile. It's all about those markers. What markers are you consuming? Are you consuming the word of God or are you consuming the spirit of alcoholism, of drugs, of anything that influences your mind? These things are from the enemy. He's trying to kill you and steal your inheritance. He don't want you in the heavens. He wants you in hell with him. All right. So wake up, people. The mark of the beast is the spirit of the devil, the DNA of the devil. All right. So let me get back on script. I just got carried away with the Holy Spirit, but that's all good and well. All right. And Luke, watch this. The book of Luke, chapter 1, verse 15. For he will be great in the sight of the Lord, and shall neither, and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. Why did the angel of God say that to Zacharias? And shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. Because they understood that these things have influences. Those are spirits. Alright. He shall also be filled with the Holy Spirit. Even from his mother's womb. Alright. So they're talking about John the Baptist here. He was not. Uh, he, the, the angel instructed Zacharias. He is to remain holy and consecrated unto the Lord. Unto God. He is not to have any other spirits enter his body and alter his DNA, his blood profile. All right. So it's very important that you understand it's all about the blood. It's always been about the blood. This is why in the Old Testament that they had to kill all these animals and shed blood for the forgiveness of sins every year. The high priest had to do this because something had to die. In order for us to live, Jesus had to die for us to have life, to live. And with that being said, how can you allow the devil to this day to have that kind of influence over your life, knowing the truth, knowing that it's all about the blood? The devil wants to alter your DNA profile. He wants you to have his mark. He don't want you to have the mark of Christ, the spiritual, uh, the spirit of Christ, the blood of Christ, the DNA of Christ. He don't want that. He wants you to have his DNA. He was trying, he disrupted the DNA from the beginning. It was Christ that restored it. This is why you have all the evil still going in the world. It's because of the flesh nature. The flesh can never please God. It can never please God. Even today, your flesh is still evil. It's sin. It's you. If that's why you say if anyone walks around and says, "I'm not a sinner," it's that your flesh is a sin. It's sin. Period. 
You cannot please God. Only when you are born again and you surrender your life unto Christ and you receive him and follow him and do his will, you become part of his will and you become part of the inheritance. You are part of the kingdom. You are entitled to those things. When you are outside of the will, you're taking on the devil's will, all right, which will bring you to hell, period. That's all he wants is to destroy you. All right. Now, watch this. This is to confirm what I'm saying by the word of God. All right. I'm going to back it up. The word of God is going to back it up, not me. It's the Holy Spirit that's speaking to me. Okay. Now, Galatians chapter five. All right. Verse 16. Walking in the spirit. This is the word of God. I say then, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Verse 17, for the flesh lust against the spirit. All right, now pay attention to what was just said. This is written, these are the God's words. This is not my words, all right? For the flesh lust against the spirit is enmity to God's uh, spirit, all right? And the spirit against the flesh, they will never be in harmony. And these are contrary to one another. They will never, they will never be in perfect harmony, okay? Because the flesh is wicked, all right? The flesh wants to please the world, all right? All right. And these are contrary to one another so that you do not do the things that you wish, all right? Verse 18, but if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Wow. <clears throat> so it goes back to, to what Jesus said. He said, I did not come to abolish the law, but to fulfill it. All right. So that means the law still applies when you are walking according to the flesh. When you are walking in the will of Christ, you are under grace. The law does not apply. Okay. But when you step out of grace, the law applies. Okay. That's why Jesus said, I did not come to abolish it, only to fulfill it. All right. Now, verse 19. Now, the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, Rivalry, rivalries, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in the time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Wow. So, watch this. It all goes back to the inheritance. It all goes back to the genetic marker. Now, the mark of the flesh is what we just spoke about. The world, the worldly desires, the desires to please the flesh, all right? If you're walking in that spirit, you will lose your inheritance. Basically, what the Word of God is saying, all right? If you're walking in that spirit, you will not inherit the kingdom of God, all right? Now, verse 22, but the fruit of the spirit is love, 
joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. Okay? Why is that? Because you're walking in the spirit of Christ. You're doing exactly what Christ has uh, commanded us to do and walk in his will and his purpose. All right. Verse 24. And those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. So <clears throat> basically, if you are walking in the spirit of Christ, you don't have a desire to do those things. Uh, let's put it this way. When you really are walking and are in tune uh, with the will of God and the word of God is in richly in your heart, there's no way you can go back to doing those old things that you did. There's no way. Because you understand the truth. You understand the destruction behind it. You understand that's being led by the devil. That's the spirit of the devil. He wants you to have his genetic marker or the mark of the beast all right all right it always goes back to the blood it's always been about the blood i, I keep saying it because i want you to understand the devil don't want you to walk in the righteousness of christ he don't want you to accept the righteousness blood of christ he doesn't want that he knows if you accept that you are back into the inheritance you are back in the will of god and all the blessings that come with it. Alright. He wants you with him in hell. He wants you to have that spirit. He don't want you to have the spirit of Christ. Alright. So those that are walking according to the flesh. If you hear this message. There's time to walk away from that. And to surrender your life over to Jesus. And confess him as son of the most high God. And acknowledge what he has done at Calvary and thank him and thank the Father for the Son and follow him. Surrender your life, everything. Put that old stuff, that that meaningless things, all those things that has no purpose. It has no meaning except destruction. It's not going to do you any good to keep walking in that spirit, following the devil seriously, seriously. You're going to follow the enemy? You're going to keep doing what the enemy says? Seriously? I hope that I hope you hear my voice clearly. The enemy wants to destroy you. Oh, I'm just having fun? Okay. Jesus said, in the twinkling of the eye, I will return. Just as in the days of Noah, they were marrying and giving into marriage business as usual. And boom, it happened. You're going to take that gamble and forfeit your inheritance by walking in the spirit of the devil and not in the righteousness of Christ and in the spirit of... Seriously? Do you understand everything here will go away and you striving for this stuff? Seriously? Wake up, people. Wake up. This stuff will pass. And if your DNA or your genetic marker, the mark that Jesus comes back to find, I hope is his mark.
the, the mark of Christ, the DNA of Christ, the spiritual DNA that you have accepted him and you have been washed clean in his blood. I hope that's what it is when he comes back for all of us. Don't get tripped up by the enemy and given into the world system and the flesh, the flesh of the world, the worldly lust, the things that gratifies the flesh is temporal. We are in the last days. Hear my voice. We are in the last days. Christ can come at any time. Nobody knows the day or hour. You shall live as if it could be at any time. That's how you should live your life. All right. So the last verse I'm going to read is still in Genesis, uh, Galatians chapter 5, verse 24. And those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live in the spirit let us also walk in the spirit. All right, brothers and sisters in Christ, you've heard it. You heard the Holy Spirit speaking. What are you going to do? You have a choice. Who are you going to choose? Your ways has to show how you're walking. Jesus said, I am the way the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me or through him. I'm just reading the word. So it's all through Jesus, all about the blood. It's all about the blood. It's always been about the blood. You have to receive the blood of Christ for your forgiveness of sins. Until then, the enemy has rights over you. You are living according to the sin nature of your flesh and that spirit, which is destruction and hell. That's it. I can't say it any simpler. You have a choice. I pray that you make the wise choice. Amen. God bless. If this ministry has helped you in your spiritual walk in any way, please be kind and donate so we can spread the gospel on to the ends of the world. It's through your kindness and your donations that makes it possible for us to continue to grow and do the Lord's will. Thank you and God bless once again.